It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in, episode 43 of the Motown Rundown. Per usual, your host, Ryan Rabinowitz, alongside Trent Valley and Ryan Collins, coming to you from the Impact 89 FM studios in East Lansing, Michigan. Gentlemen, happy Monday night. Happy Monday. Happy Monday night. Yeah, that's happy kind of Monday an oxymoron. It's all good, though. It's low energy right now. we got to pick it up. It is low energy. I know you're yeah, sick. I know you're sick, a little but bit. we, we got to pick it up. This is my – I don't want to make this all about me, but this is my uh, – Rabinowitz flu game. Okay. I was gonna name the episode Rabinowitz flu game, but I didn't want to put all the spotlight. Are you, are you on that me. sick? I'm not. It's just so I woke up on Saturday, this previous Saturday. Yes. I woke up Saturday. I was a little under the weather, and I could start to feel it kind of come on Friday night. And I was like, "Oh boy, that's the worst." Here we go. So Saturday, I went to the Michigan State game, and I sat that through didn't make a, you feel a quarter yeah. of the cold in the rain. I was soaking wet, sitting in the cold. And as the day progressed, I just kind of felt it coming on. Went out Saturday night, had a buddy in town. Sunday morning, I wake up for the Green and White Report, and I'm like, we're in trouble. And it was just more so just kind of feeling weak, just feeling out of it. You know, not sure if it was because of the yeah. festivities that took part over the weekend. or a little if it achy? Was Your body's a little, little achy? A little achy, little achy, sore throat. My, my house is so dry, too. It's so... That's I think that's just part of the issue. Like you wake up every morning like, oh, I have strep throat today, but it just you give it a half hour for your lungs to warm up and you're fine. What do you mean dry? Like the your air throat is hurts dry. in the morning. You ever have the that where you dry. wake up and like your throat hurts or your uh? I mean, I I something when my like mouth feels like it's the Sahara Desert and I need like water in the yeah. middle of the night. I don't think that's like. Is that because of your, like, environment? It can well, be. Well, if there's it, more moisture in the air, then it's probably not going to be as bad. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not so, a science guy, I'm not so. either. None of us I, are. But yesterday I did my due diligence, and I took one of those, you know those, um, what are they called? Emergencies? Yeah, like those airborne. Are like the airborne. Airborne like are fire. Yeah, airborne things. It tastes gross, but I took it whoa, anyway. Whoa. Airborne's are good. What are you talking about? The gummies? No, no, no. It's I, I just dissolve it in the water. Oh, okay. I think like that's an, an emergency. Adult, like an adult. I dissolve it in the water. So I did that. Gummies. What else did I do? I did some. I did a couple other things. I was trying to take care of myself, and I felt okay this morning. Got a decent, decent night's sleep, and then today, as the days progress, I just I don't know. I'm going downhill, so I'll we'll re up on the air on the uh, air bond, whatever. Airborne, airborne tonight. Yeah, it's great. You sound fine. I mean, you, you, yeah, you sound I mean, like it's just low energy. And yeah. it's just, I, I, I'm trying to bring in y'all I got. Okay. You sound okay. I also I did a little personal personal time last night. I watched Lone Survivor by myself, and I ate a bag of. Uh, Flamin' Hot Munchies. I'm real on the Flamin' Hot Cheetos oh, those now. Flamin' Hot Munchies are Flamin' Hot Munchies are the best snacks yeah. in the game. And that I had great. a little Sour Patch Kids action, but by myself, I locked in. I Over the years, I've become more accustomed to the Flamin' Hot Cheeto industry. I've never liked... I'm not a big... I don't want to say I'm not a big spicy food Cheetos guy, but I'm not a big hot food guy. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does like make the, sense. The, the, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos are like hot. Yes. yes. And so over the years, I don't really eat Cheetos, but the Flamin' Hot Cheetos are a different, uh, it's a different animal. Yep. They're very good. And I've kind of, I've kind of allowed myself to, uh, to jump into those, into the realm of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. And I think my tongue, I was kind of like worn off the defense layer of my tongue. 
and now I love them. So that's what I did last I night. I could talk about snacks all day, so we should probably get into a different topic. We could talk about snacks, Harrison. That's coming yeah. up later on. My the mom show. called him out, by the way. Really? I have, to, I have to show you. I was going to send you the video so you could put it on the uh, the, uh, I w- the I w- pod, w- but I, it's not worth it. But I, w- I would love to. She but... was not happy with him yesterday. Before... <laughs> because my mom, real quick, I got to tell you, my mom yeah. yesterday at the game was like insane. Like really? the most, yeah, most into it I've ever seen her. And she also judges defensive linemen on sacks only, so... Uh, she thought I don't hate it. Terrible. I don't hate it. She's just it, gritty. It is what it is. She's it was just gritty. Really fun time yesterday, though. Yeah. It's but, not, yeah. What's it all? How was the Bally tailgate? Oh, it, was, it was great. Great. Yeah. My dad's good. My memories. dad's buddy Derek from uh, college. He is the season ticket holder for 19 years, so he runs the whole thing, and we just kind of go show up, and then we have go a all really the way good time. Ba- Does he go all the way back to the dome, Silver Dome? Yep. One year. <sighs> One year in the dome, and then Ford Field. Interesting. He has yeah. been. That's that's when you know you're a grinder when you got the Waterford. Lions yep. out there. He is the a Waterford Lions are like a rare form. My dad was actually my aunt Mary Jo like got tickets to the game and actually invited me, but I had the obligation to go to Green and White Report on Sunday. But uh, my dad just sends me a picture of him and his brother on the field. He's like, "That's a Pat Shermer." He's like, "Then that's Michigan State coach." I was <laughs> like, "Okay, awesome. Dad." I uh, one of my one of my good friends growing up. His uncle's Pat Shermer. Really? Yeah. Oh. And his dad, my my cool buddy's story. dad, was my offensive line coach as a child. Who, Pat Shermer? No, not Pat Shermer, but my buddy's dad. Momus Brown, my offensive line coach, is in really? sixth grade. Yeah. No, my buddy's Shout dad, Joe. Joe Shermer. Nicest guy Joe ever. Shermer's a legend, by the way. I don't way. have any famous coaches. Sorry. Yeah. Shout out Momus. Nicest guy ever. Cool. Ever. Yeah. I love It sounds like uh, Charles Barkley on the radio, though. I, I, he's, yeah. He's good. He's good. He's Whatever. adjusting. He's adjusting. Yeah, he's a big wee guy. Big yeah. wee guy. Uh, before we move on, which we probably should soon, Halloween's around the corner. Yes, it is. What are you guys dressing up as? Coach Taylor from uh, Friday Night Lights. Didn't you say that you do that every year? No, is, no. I usually go. You'll do it a couple days in a row now here? Yeah, I, yeah. My brother had the costume and so said, yeah, bring it up. I need one. I, 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 I like Halloween, but every time it gets to this time of year, yeah, I just like, forget. But this year, I was supposed to be... Vic Vinegar and Hugh Honey from Always Sunny. I don't know if you guys ever yeah, seen it. It's like I, the real estate team. I and think you, you told us jet. about this a while ago. Yeah, and this was your Halloween idea. Yeah, but my butt, I don't think my buddy's going to be up here on Thursday, so, so we not... can't do it. But if he comes <laughs> up, we're doing it. But well, other than yeah. that, I'm Coach Taylor. Yeah. I'm Han right. Solo. Really? Han Solo, yep. Got a gun, spray painted it black. Okay. Black. Which is illegal. Really? Yes. Well, I bought. I bought. Wait, the... got a real gun? What are you? No, talking no, about? not a real gun. Sorry. Let me backtrack. I got. I got the specific Han Solo gun. At Party City. Oh, so uh, why The problem you... is it's white and orange because it's a kid's toy. So why why did you have to paint it black? Because I want it to look real. Okay. I don't be, like not, a, not, not like a real gun. I want it to look like Han Solo's gun. No, I got you. That I makes got sense? You. I, I don't want to be you. walking yeah. around East Lansing with a, with a squirt Trent's, gun. This yeah, yeah. ridiculous. But my brother, I do want to tell you guys this because you guys both think this is funny. They're just wearing uh, like painter suits, like the white yeah. huge like body suits at Home Depot for like two bucks and they're putting golfers names on their back like they're caddies okay that's actually a great idea so you yeah. decide someone is like oh, Phil- I should do that no but you gotta have I, I just instantly I will, thought of you guys when you told me that you gotta I, impro- like, I think they gotta improve on the idea they gotta have golfers with them too you gotta have someone like being tired. that would be very oh, funny that, you know you, what you can't just be the caddies even though it's a great costume idea fantastic I, I, it's really I, cheap I, too that's the thing if, I didn't, if my phone wasn't recording I gotta text my buddy cause we're, we've been trying to figure something out to do as a group and he was, like, he was like let's do the starting five from the Flint Tropics and I'm like dude I'm not buying the whole outfit right now yeah, like, it's we're, not we're a couple yeah. days away not worth it 
And uh, we were going to do the Trailer Park Boys, too, but they were going to make me be Randy, which I think is just offensive. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not walking around with my shirt off, either. So Mr. Lay. I should. Uh, I could go grab one of those. What are they? Like, you said they're Painter. pretty cheap? The yeah, yeah it's just like a painting suit. Yeah. It's all we white. always do. You ever see the Snapchats that I put up of us playing golf at Rick's? Like, Yes. Golf yes. Ricks. That, that wouldn't be kills that, Yeah, that'd be fun. No, you do the little red line. Do you have a the tiger hat? You should just be I tiger. Do, I do have a tiger hat. So you just dress in red and black, and then you have your buddy be the caddy. We could do that. Well, I, I, mean, just, I just brainstormed the. Rabinowitz right was Black Panther last year. I was. So. That was yeah. There's the nothing problem he is, can't do. I can't. I can't go out Wednesday because I have a presentation to do on Thursday. I'll be going out Thursday. Then Friday night, I got to go home because I have a bat mitzvah to go to in the morning. So You've right. really been talking up this Bob Mitzvah for I'm a while. excited. I haven't been to one since I was 13. All right, no, I wasn't 13. I was a little bit younger than 13 for my older cousin than my younger cousin, who's my age. Uh, we were the same. Yeah, so 13 was my last one. I missed my... I've never been to Bob Mitzvah. Are they fun? Younger, uh, bar, yeah, Bar Mitzvah is for it Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah for boys, Bob Mitzvah for females. Oh, okay. uh, I was but, wondering why you were saying yeah, that. I, I thought there was confused. an accent. I, I was very confused. Yeah, no, but... No, it's like, you know, the service that I read the Torah, I don't understand a word because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm Jewish, but I'm not actually Jewish. I'm okay. raised Catholic. So, um, the, the parties are great. The okay. food, the yeah. spread is. Good spread. Good stuff. The spread's great, usually. Um, I, but I don't know. I've never, I mean, I've like, I've never been to a wedding. I don't go to Weddings like. Weddings are fantastic. I don't go to like functions very often. So I had to go home and get fitted for suits, uh, the other day, this weekend on Friday. You'll need them. Home. You'll need them for interviews. Don't... Yeah, I, right. But. I don't know. I'm excited, so I won't. But I'm I'm gonna get to have one day of uh, Halloween. I'm gonna make the most of it on Thursday. Okay. You'll have a good time. I mean, yeah. What's it called? Saturday will still be. Wait, are you going? I is probably it... won't come back up Saturday. I don't know. Okay. I don't even know if I'll be here on Sunday. I don't know what I'm yeah. gonna do. Okay. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. But beside well, the point. Up in the air. Up in up the in air. Up in the air. Uh, Motown rundown today. Yes. The sports portion of our show. Yes. Uh, we got Pistons and Lions here for you. Uh, we'll start with the Pistons. I told you guys I was Pistons free. I tuned into a bit for the uh, for the first game of the season. Uh, credit to me. Uh, Pistons are one and two on the year as they, as they sit right now. They are winning, or they won against Indiana in the first game of the season. Back to back losses against Atlanta and Philly. They are playing Indiana at home right now, eighty to seventy four, as we currently Pistons sit. Pistons lead. Yes, gotcha. Um, big storyline so far. Obviously, you don't have uh, no Blake Griffin yet, no Reggie Jackson, uh, Luke Kennard, Derek Rose, and Andre Drummond. All solid starts of the year. Andre's averaging 22 points per game and 15.7 total rebounds per game. Derrick Rose averaging 25.3 points per game and just about as many minutes played per game. Uh, Luke Kennard averaging 19.7 points per game. Uh, so, so far, okay, decent, maybe. Yeah. Trent- I, I mean, you look at where they are at. I mean, you have Trey Young basically go insane. On you on your right. home opener, and tough, you, tough yeah, losing yeah, to the Hawks. No, I mean the Hawks aren't bad. Like, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, like, yeah, they're on like they're on the same level as the Pistons are, especially yep. without Blake and all like all that. But you look at I I I mean you were impressed in Indiana for like Andre at thirty two and twenty three, Kennard at thirty on thirteen shots. It's pretty darn impressive. And then the only thing you looked at is like you got to win that game on Saturday night without a beat in the yep. lineup. And, and you yet, were... yet you're up, I think, 70 to 57 yes. late in the third quarter. Didn't really get the job done. But other than that, I it's kind of hard to judge this team without a healthy Reggie and without a healthy Blake. Yeah. And I, and, and the one, identity. yeah, the one point I will make is when Reggie went out of that Atlanta game, it was over. They're, they're going to need him. I, I, yeah. it, but Derrick Rose might be the better player. And I, I've come around and saying that Derrick Rose is 
a lot better than I gave him credit for in the first like three or four games I've watched of him. But at the same time, you need to have and Tim Frazier. No offense to Tim Frazier, he's not a bad piece, but he's not, he can't play major minutes for you. I can't watch that guy. I don't want to be like, I don't, don't want to be unfair to him, but I, I can't watch Tim Frazier. He's been good tonight. The Pistons. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he's been good tonight. Has, has he? Okay. Yes. I, I mean, I watched until we left. Yeah. He's been okay. very good. All right. Well, I I think the team's better than the one and two show the start shows, but again, it's a small sample size, and you're not playing at full strength, so it's hard to get a grip on what the team is actually going to be. But like you said, Ryan, Andre, and Luke Kennard both have opened the season great. Yep. Um, I got to shout out Andre and go into depth real quick. Um, 22 and 16 through three games, 63% from the floor. He's got a PER of 30.2, which is basically just his efficiency. Anything above 25 is typically very, very good. Um, he currently ranks 15th in the NBA in that category. He's in front of guys like LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. Derrick Rose is also an eighth in the whole league of PR with a PR of 33.9. So that to me is just something that's a good sign because those are your two best players right now with Blake and Reggie Hurt, and they're both very, very efficient. Uh, the only other thing I want to comment on initially is just that the new additions have been very solid. I love Tony Snell. He's been shooting 43% from three through the first three games. That doesn't count tonight. Um, Derek Rose has been awesome and efficient scoring the ball. He's averaging 25 points on 64% from the floor for the season. That's crazy. Uh, he has yet to shoot below 50% from the floor in a game. And I also think Markeith Morris will be a lot more effective in a reduced role once Blake comes back because he hasn't been great so far, but I do think that him coming off the bench will put a lot less pressure on Thon Maker, who, again, has not been great. But, um, yeah, I think Markeith Morris will be a lot more effective in that role, so that would round out the new additions, the, the the primary new additions at least. And like I said, Tim Frazier, I, I don't I don't think Tim Frazier's that good. He's not bad, but I'd rather be I'd rather why not why not just throw Kyrie Thomas out there or someone young or let Luke Kennard run the point or something. I don't really I don't really understand why Tim Frazier's starting, but uh that's just that's about all I got for initial thoughts. I will say this, been a little bit disappointed how Bruce Brown's played so far yep, this year. Yeah. He is my guy. I still believe in Bruce Brown. He's actually, I think he's a like two for two for three tonight. I'm a Bruce Brown guy. I think he will be a decent piece for the Pistons, and I thought he was a good draft pick. But looking at this, I, I already, I said this before the season. I already feel it coming, and I, Andre already said it. Contract year, Dre. I mean, you look yep. back at his. He already said it himself. He did. He's gonna have a big year. Don't fall for it. Just don't pay. <laughs> like I'm fine with you paying him if you get him under the super mats. Maybe like the regular mats yeah. be like I but he's gonna be if he has a good year like I think he's going to have, yep. he probably is gonna get that super mats from someone. Please, Pistons, don't fall for it. And if you're gonna fall for it, I don't know. I I, I don't know how you like get past then you're, that. Point. You're making your own bed. Yeah, I know it's not even that. It's just like yeah. you you pay Andre the super mats, all that money and free cap space you just yeah. got. Out the window. I'm an Andre you're, guy, and I know what you're saying. And I, again, I always voice my opinion on this thing. But I actually agree that you don't need to give him the supermax, and you shouldn't give him the supermax because if you do, and listen, if Andre's averaging I don't 22 even know if and he'll 16, be eligible for it. I don't. He has to get all thir- all NBA third team, right? He's out. He's out at one year, doesn't he? He has. He had it one year. Yeah. So I 2016. think 2016. Yeah, so yeah, doesn't he? He's eligible for it, right? I, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how that works, actually. Yeah. I don't know if it has to be that season yeah, or what. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, if Andre's averaging 22-16 and 16 on 64% from the floor, then he's worth it. But the reality is he's not going to be that for, you know, once you pay him. That's Five just years, That's just yeah. how the NBA works. I'm not necessarily saying players don't give their all on a night-to-night basis, but it's an 82-game season. It gets a little long sometimes, and players – 
the the reality is in February they don't go as hard as they would in October of a contract year. So we're gonna have to see how it plays out with Dre. I would pay him, not the supermax. Yeah, I agree. But I you looked at this team. I Tristan Wood has actually been pretty good tonight. I think he had eleven points in nine minutes. He can't play defense. Yeah. Thonmaker can sort of play defense. Can't like give you anything Mostly on the offense. Mostly because off- he's tall. Yeah, can't give you anything on the offensive end. So thin, that, that thin maker. Yeah, thin maker. That backup center position is going to be an issue. Yep. And I think once you get Blake back, you can kind of spread those minutes out a little bit better than you are. But until he gets back, that I mean, right now it does not look because Christian Wood can bring you something on the offensive end. He's long. Yeah. He's lengthy. And he's had a good handle of a ball for a guy that tall. He runs the floor, too. Yes. Athletic guy. But he just flat out can't guard anyone. Yep. And you can't. He's he doesn't bring you enough offensively to keep him out there defensively, if that makes any sense. But, uh, yeah, I right now it's like three games in, but. Right. Small small sample size for sure. Are yes. you Are you a, are you a bewildered as to why Derrick Rose is not starting at the point guard over Tim Frazier? No. I think they just want to keep it like the rotation with Luke and uh, – Derrick Rose, I, I don't, I, I don't hate it. I mean, he's playing the same minutes regardless, so it doesn't matter. Are you happy with the rotation so far? Is I don't. Anyone, I, you think should be getting more minutes. That's not getting minutes. The no, first three. No, not really. I, like you said, I would like. I, I don't think they're ever gonna play him. I don't even think he dresses. Spy like Svee. Svee. Svee yeah. never is never gonna play, which I never. Yeah. I, I he might not be that good. I understand that, but like for him and Kyrie Thomas to get like zero minutes. Yeah. It, I, it's a little, it's a little head scratcher. Um, I don't get that because, like, what I've seen of them, I feel like they could be productive. Yeah, and I would rather have them get those minutes in Lance and Galloway. I but, don't know exactly what the minutes numbers are, but I would, I, I've never. Lance Galloway gets way too many minutes. That's well, this period. That's where I'm going. Lance <laughs> yes. and Galloway gets too many, and I would never, I am never opposed to giving Luke Kennard more minutes because that guy, I'm telling you, he can shoot, and he's taking a lot of flack from fans for not being this. Because we picked him over Donovan Mitchell and all this stuff, it's like then let him play. Just throw him out there. He's good. I, He's really I, good. I think you're starting to get the people on the other side now. It's like is I mean, Luke Kennard is flat out a good pick at 13 yep. at this point. Yes. I mean, at, what was it? 12. I mean, he's not Donovan Mitchell. We all know that. But at, like, if you get him at 12, he's like he's not to his potential right now. But, like, if he stays the way he is, he's basically J.J. Reddick for another five years. Yes. Which is a productive NBA player. And if for a guy just, like, on the lottery border, that's a good pick. It really, it yeah, it really is. is. And, and, look, and just, if he can, like, get some sort of, like, game, like which he did have at Duke. Like, he was, like, able to, like, create his own shot. Yes. He doesn't need to create his own shot, like, regularly. He just needs to, like, Be use his right it. hand. He doesn't use his right hand at all. Yeah. It's, like, weird. And that's all he did at Duke when he had that little weird little behind the back move. Yes, but I don't know. I, I it's hard to elaborate now after four games. Right, I understand. I, I I do think that seeing Derrick Rose get off to a hot start is is very promising. At yes, least. it is. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I even Andre. I mean, I, I like you said, it's contract year Dre. I, so we'll see what we get. I but. will say this: he does look a lot more comfortable on the offensive end than I have seen him in previous years. Yep, with his low post movement. As like long he, as he's not pulling up for three, Ed. He took a three tonight. It was not pretty, but other than that, yeah. I think that's his first attempt of the year, though, right? Eh, yeah. Hopefully his last, too. Yeah, it was It was a wild move. Tim Frazier kicked it to the corner, like 18 seconds left in the shot clock. And Tim Frazier triggers me. Why? I what just, does he do? I, I don't know why he's on the roster. Yeah, well, he's he, a bad basketball th- name, I feel like. Tim Frazier? Yeah. I don't know. It's a boxer name, I feel like. Yeah. Penn State legend, Tim Frazier. 
Well, Pistons are playing the Pacers right now. We have a score update. 88-85. Pistons. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. That's 540 left to go on the floor. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I feel like you're Pistons free because you really just, like, don't care. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not... It's yeah. not like when you're Lions where you're so like, mad you can't even right, like bring exactly. yourself to Washington. I, I, I wish the best for the Pistons. Yes, but, uh, Pistons will play Toronto on the road on Wednesday. Uh, we'll wrap up Pistons talk for now. We'll talk. We'll get into the Lions. That's all yeah. we got else today. By the way, Red Wings made a trade today. Alec Regula for Brendan Pirlini. Break it down. Break it down. Well, okay, so. Uh, played with Larkin. Yes, uh, Michigan native. Played with Larkin. Honey bait, right? Uh, I believe it was Bell Tire. Okay. I believe. Bell uh, Brendan Pirlini comes over from the Blackhawks. Uh, sending Alec Regula their way. Uh, he's a Michigan product as well. Uh, we're getting a forward. We're sending a defenseman. So I think Perlini is a guy that will probably get inserted in the lineup pretty, pretty immediately. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who you send down with that. Maybe Christopher N goes down. I'd have to imagine, or somewhere along the lines of that. Giovanni Smith played his first game of the season. I uh, believe it was against the Blues. Maybe a game before. Uh, the Pistons have been so bad. I mean, or the, the, Red the Red Wings. Wings. It's I don't know if they, they've lost like seven or eight straight, whatever it may be. It's like the longest streak since the '90s or er, something like that. Early prediction. I I don't know if this is his fault or not, but I think Bla- It's gonna be one of those where like, Eiserman gives Blasio one year, and if they're like they they're not, if they don't look at least competitive, he he's probably right. Which is which is fair enough. And I think the thing that's really irritating to me is they don't look competitive now anymore. I mean, yeah. they moved Manta off that first line, which the Red Wings are one of the few organizations in the NHL that can't keep a consistent line together. Even their line combinations as a whole, top to bottom, kind of fall apart as as games go on. Uh, there's just a lot of question marks, and you're still waiting on guys in the AHL to show you something. I think the most honest, in my opinion, I think your defensive prospects are more exciting than your offensive prospects at this point. And I look at a guy like Vili Sayarvi, who played in Flint in the OHL for a couple years. Uh, he's a guy that's been in your organization for a while. He's playing in like the third pair extra extra defenseman type role. Uh, of course, Moritz Sider. Um, he's a he's a few years right. Away. Who's a couple years away, but I, I I think that you might you're gonna see some some bright spots come out of that defensive core. Uh, but yeah, Perlini will get inserted in the lineup right away and hopefully can provide some kind of jump. Not a guy that, that has outstanding numbers, uh, but just someone who can actually play and who has played uh, a a pretty respectable amount of games at the NHL level. So uh, Regula is a guy who's probably two to three yeah. years away for the Blackhawks, and, and I don't think is a guy that's going to be a, a, a top four, top two defenseman on any NHL club, really. But wish him the best. Thanks for your service over here. But that's my Red Wings news for the day. Three, eight, and one, and they should have won last night. Yeah, they lost to the Blues in overtime, five to four. Uh, it's just, I don't know, losing. They're big. They're becoming at least in the last handful of games. They're. Pretty much like Tigers level unwatchable. Like I really they're just not, don't, and they're not playing good teams. Right, they're not, and I, it's it's hard to get excited, especially when you, the first line's your only productive line. Uh, honestly, there's more things that irritate me about the team than excite me right now. Again, like yeah. watching guy like like Taro Hirose, who give credit where credits due. He had a great seven or eight games when he came out of the scene last year at the end of the season. Really bad foot speed. And you saw it at Michigan, Michigan State, too. He's a guy that he, he's very methodical in the way that he moves the puck and sees the ice, which is great. I mean, he can set guys up. But when you're setting up guys like Darren Helm, it's you know a little, a little hard to get excited for that because Darren Helm doesn't offer you much. But 
You can't lose the Canucks twice in a week in the way they did. Get smoked by the Canucks. Twice in a week. But whatever. It's Red Wings hockey. It is what it is. Uh, We'll move on to the Lions now because everyone loves the Lions, right? They got to win. Victory Monday. Get excited. It's it's so weird. Are you excited, though? Like, can we talk about this? I'm so excited. Okay. No, I I, I am. I really wasn't. Thank you. I really wasn't. TV, I know you had a great time of the game. But at the same time, what did what did yesterday tell you that it's gonna like translate long term? And by the way, we gotta talk about like where the Lions sit in the wild card right now. It's like it's not even the fact that They're the Lions. Yeah, it's not that. Like the Lions could possibly like get to ten five and one with their like record and the way they're capable of playing with how good Stafford's been. It might not be enough. It, it, it actually might not be enough because you got Seattle who I think just sits in one. It's ridiculous. And then you got Minnesota who sits in two right. and who's had a, already the, the has AF, a game on you. The, and AFC, then you have to might, play, yeah. the AFC might get a seven and nine team in there too. Whole, yeah. Like the like the, yep. the Ravens division, they're like five and two. Everyone else is three and four. Yeah, the Browns stink. Yeah, the Browns are way. not good. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Freddie so, Kitchens is a horrible coach. No, I, I absolutely horrible. Going into this year, I was like, I wasn't like in on the Browns. I just have always kind of liked the Browns because they're the Lions of the AFC, right? Like, yeah. I, my dream scenario. Like we're, we're at echelon above now. The Lions oh, have moved well, an yes, echelon above. We have. Yes, but I, I, my dream Super Bowl is Lions Browns, just because I think the nation would love that. Yeah, that would be. It's good. like the best case scenario if the Browns are going to be both, in a Super if Bowl. Both good enough, sure. Yeah. yeah, but imagine how bad that would be if the Browns beat us in the Super Bowl. That would be something demoralizing. Hor- yeah, that would be horrible. Ruined it would f- be. Yeah. No, but well, I before I cut you off, I'm just gonna say this. It, it like the Lions losing the Vikings last week absolutely killed like that. It didn't kill their playoff chances, but like it hurt them greatly because you have to win that game at U.S. Bank Stadium now. You have to. Right. Um, I, I think at least the positive is the bra- the Bears don't look to be a huge threat anymore. No, they, they suck. stink. At least yeah. for now. Uh, the Packers are rolling. The Vikings somehow are Shout rolling. Shout out Aaron Jones for having 50 points and me losing in fantasy because of that. <laughs> it's a R.I.P.I.P. But either funny. way, Lions beat the Giants 31-26. to They moved to 3-3-1 on the season. Matthew Stafford 25-32 for through the year with 342 yards. Three touchdowns, one interception. Kenny Galladay, six catches, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. Stafford's been awesome. Yeah, yep. he's been he's incredible. Been awesome. Top yep. five quarterback in the league right now, in my opinion. He's I think been very good. Two, he might be. I agree, actually. But yeah, to Collins, that's the interesting thing that you brought up because I, uh, I actually got to watch. Usually, I, I work on Sunday, so I have to record the game. I watched the game at Beat Ups. I don't know why I keep go- taking my business to Beat Ups. The food's not that good at all. No, it's more the vibe there. It, exactly. Yeah. It's no, more but the, the same time, I don't know about the Beat Ups in East Lansing. I haven't been there that often. I, I like Beat Ups because, like, you got that one sauce, you're like, no, it's pretty, it's like a fast food restaurant. It's not great. Right. But it's good. good. It. It's really, really good once in a while. Good way like, to put when it. you Like, it's a good, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, the service is not great. But either either way, sorry, I don't point. know why we're no, talking about Buffalo. I'm sorry, that's on me. No, it the matters. Point. Beside the point, it matters. Um, it was weird. Like they won the game, and I was like, oh, okay, like because they were supposed to win that game. Yeah, and and then like you see their record flip to three, three and one. You're like, ugh. Then you kind of get back to reality. Like we're we're fighting an uphill battle. Here. Yes, like that game was just like you know you survive an uphill battle that we can win. I'm I'm sure, and I'm sure you'll sell me on on why the I'm Lions gonna. are going to run the table here at the end. Um, my first thought on the game. Having Ninja, this Ninja guy, it was embarrassing. Be the honorary captain. Absolutely embarrassing. I like. I this this is like that's one of the. You talk about. You want to make people a list love of, like all time. I don't care. <laughs> you want to make a list of like all time embarrassing moments for this franchise. The fact that you have this Ninja guy 
who is famous for playing for, and I get that he's I trust me, I'm not naive. He's super famous, yeah. I get he's very famous. But the guy like dyes his hair blue and he wears <laughs> yeah. like the Barry Sanders jersey that he probably bought like the night before. And somehow I don't know if he's from here, but he's like, a huge Lions fan. He's always born, born in Detroit. And yeah. like that's like that's your honorary captain, which yeah. I think is just embarrassing. I, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna like, I'm get not gonna... the guy off the field. Like, he's running the social media account too. Like who cares? Yeah. I'm not gonna comment on that because I don't disagree with you guys. I just think it's funny because when you texted us that, I seriously I laughed out loud because I was I can just picture you saying it. You're just so disgusted. Like this it ninja was, guy yeah. is our honorary captain. Captain's embarrassing. The fact that he was just like on the field through the coin toss, uh, right. like, it, it's yeah. like, like he could be there and you just be like, "Hey, ninja!" And like you put him in a suite, like whatever. Yeah, he can run, to, yeah. Yes. He can run your social media. Even he can't be, he can't be on the field with you, right? Because it's a terrible. Yeah, because on the field there's 106 guys that could whoop his ass on the like. He just he's like a. Beta, it's not even that. Just do like a former player. Just do what Michigan right. State. Yeah, I, I like what Michigan State. No, does Big that. Sean goes to Pistons games. Lions should call him and be like, "Dude, you should be our honorary captain." Yeah, that's at least like that's pretty hype. Like, yeah. big like, people get a, get behind Big Sean. I can't get behind Ninja. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm out of touch. It's with unrealistic the kids. too, but to it's think that to think stupid. that uh, Eminem, it is looked horrible. Eminem would be great. That's, that's unrealistic yeah, to does, think. Is that, Eminem? But... Is, is he? I don't want to. Is he alive? Yeah, Eminem? He is. He is yeah, I don't know. Uh, He's doing great. I do have to mention too. I said that I was going to start reading comments this week, which I'm going to do. I, I completely lost the stream though. I'm going to read a comment here in a second. Uh, my buddy Ian Hanley, shout out Ian. Thanks for thanks for commenting in <sighs> on our Facebook live. Said if the Lions had the Pat schedule, they'd be undefeated, which I pretty much agree with. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots fun, haven't played anyone. Fun little stat on the Patriots: they haven't played a single offense in the top twenty yet. Yeah, because their really, defense yep. is also unbelievable. Having it their, is it having is, their but... defense is one of the greatest uh, things of my entire fantasy life that I've been able to. Uh... I've played them twice in the last three weeks. There's a kid traded, oh, and this that's, week, that's this week, I was in a barn burn. I know no one wants to talk about fantasy. But the first three plays for Cleveland Browns were turnovers. It was incredible. Yep. And the third one was Baker Mayfield literally just like throwing it like an apple, like bad into like a pumpkin patch yeah. right to like it was on. It, it, yep. I mean, you can't make that. Baker's up. not good. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I I'm just not, said they have horrible coaching staff, but whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Um, let's get into the game here. Uh, Couple notes I have. It's really the same. It's been the same stuff for the last couple weeks. Uh, my three main points of content here: you still can't really run the ball effectively. The stopping the run was better. Credit where credits due. Um, Deshaun hand play. That's why. Yes. Which yes, and I the and talk about making an impact right away. You still don't have Mike Daniels. Um, Darius Slay did not play in that game as well. We'll talk about him later. Uh, we do have some some trade deadline things to discuss. The trading of Quandre Diggs. We'll get into all that. So I know Trent, you probably got a whole mouthful to say there. Um, there's still no rushing the quarterback at all, in my opinion. Actually, I will say this. Trey Flowers had two sacks. So yes, I Trey gotta, Flowers yeah. had two sacks. Jared Davis had one. And I will say, when, when Jared Davis is not a great pass coverage linebacker, but when they delay him on the blitz, like he can get in there. He's, He's an animal athletic. when he gets in the I mean, he absolutely murdered Saquon Barkley. He didn't get a sack there, but he murdered him. Right. I know there was one play where he kind of missed Daniel Jones. He kind of stepped into the pocket and he missed him there. But I just, I fundamentally just, I just wish they would make more of an effort because your your front four that you rush just does not get to the quarterback. Like yeah. They can stuff the run better. I get it. That's more of what they're, what they're, uh, what's it called? Sorry, Built to me. do. Rookie amateur hour. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. What are you awful. doing? More of, turn on the Pistons because they're down one with a minute and a half. I, I'm they're aware. Gonna, I've been they're watching more, the they're more of they're more of what the what the line is built to do is stop the run, which they again, this is like the first game in a while that they've actually done that. 
Um, but I wish they would just let Jared Davis run wild and go kill people. I, I agree. Mean, that's 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 not his position now. So well, okay, but what is what is his, what does he do in his position? He is supposed to be someone who's a middle linebacker who stops the run, fills gaps, and when he's asked to, right, cover which the occasional can't, which tight he can't end. Do. No, which he can't, he can't do. do. So um, that's just my thing there. Uh, your leading rusher, Tra Carson, is his name. Trey, yeah. Trey Tra, who exactly. had six it's, carries. It, six I didn't even carries. know he was on the team. Didn't either. He had six carries in his entire career before that game. He rushed for thirty-four yards. That's your leading rusher, and that—that that to me, honestly, if there's one thing to get worked up about today, like that's—I don't—I get that carry on didn't play. This is like ridiculous. And I think Daryl Bell's done a, done a very good job so far. And the little, what do you want to call it, the flea flicker again that they did with the Lions worked beautifully. I love yes. Great time to pull it out. It was awesome. But, I mean, like th- like the whole narrative on the Lions has been, uh, it, it's been like, you, you know, you don't have your 100-yard rusher, then you get it with carry-on. And I don't know how many 100-yard games they've had since that. Maybe one? One or two. I mean that you need to fix that because when you get the, when you run into these better teams, especially a team like the Bears, like that's how a team like the Bears will beat you. Yeah. You'll rush for twelve yards, and Stafford will get hit a thousand times, and they'll get to get a spine fused after the game in the locker room, and they'll lose, and then we'll be a mess on here. Yep. So then, I mean, that like very urgently needs to get figured out. And one of the things that I th- could be a fix, they didn't get Kenyon Drake. That was a lot. That was a, a player's name that Thank was thrown God. out there. I would have been furious. Right. I don't think it was necessary to go grab him. Melvin Gordon's now a name that's emerging. The Lions nope. are a, a destination for Melvin Gordon, which we'll get it. I don't want to jump the jump the gun there. Um, I, I some more stats here. I don't know what I don't understand this rating system for linemen as it is. Pro football talk. Yeah. Pro whatever. football focus. Whatever. But I was reading Taylor Decker was the highest rated run blocker at fifty six point eight. For the Lions on Sunday, the only other player above 50 was Frank Ragnow on the line. I, I, I'm assuming those numbers aren't good, as meaning that they didn't do a very good job of blocking the run, which they didn't. And I don't care who your running back is. I get that you didn't have uh, carry-on out there. But, I mean, like, uh, seriously, if you open a hole, someone you can, yes. anyone can run through it. So that's just frustrating to watch. Um, but, again, better against the rush. Uh, Saquon held the 64 yards on 19 carries. Uh, and, again, my thing, too, is there's still no rushing the quarterback and – Whatever. Like, I, those are my thoughts on the game. I mean, I literally, I literally don't have any thoughts on the game. I'll just straight up. T- I mean, it, it. I think the only thought I've had is basically Stafford has just carried you. He's literally been your best player, and he's the reason you're at three, three, and one. Whatever. Yep. Like he's been very good, and he's. Not, I I don't think pe- I think people like confuse people being critical of Stafford and like understanding that he just, like, might not be in the right situation for him to succeed, so you might as well move on. I think people did that misconstrued, but he's been so good this year, and I think that's been a little bit understated. But, sorry, the Pistons are in an absolute barn burner right now, eight seconds left, but uh, I'm completely <laughs> distracted. My ADD is kicking in. But uh, Matt Stafford is this – he's been flat out a beast. But other than that, I mean, this team is so nothing to me because they should win this team. They should and and it's very Lions to win the next couple games, and they should win the next couple games. I'm not saying them not getting the job done. I mean, them getting the job done doesn't like take away from that. Other than that, I mean, we're not going to get into the trade already, but the secondary is banged up now. Yeah, and you don't have like depth because I don't know what I I don't know what their plan is during the trade deadline. I think it was on Tuesday. If Tuesday not, was it, the Diggs trade. Yeah, or, no, the, no, not, no. The this deadline Tuesday. is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go out and get someone. But if they don't go out and get someone, I really don't get like them like parting ways. I know we're gonna talk about this earlier yep. later, but I mean 
other than that, I mean, I t- I'll let TB take her away. Um, I just got a couple couple takeaways. Uh, you guys already touched on Stafford. He's been incredible. Passed Joe Montana yesterday in passing yards. I don't know if anyone noticed that. Nope. Also, awesome. um, this to me will go. I mean, no one has mentioned it on any national anything, and it won't get mentioned. But Stafford was twelve for twelve for one hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns in the second half yesterday. Literally perfect, flawless. Didn't miss a throw. He was like, I saw perfect. that, but he was like, not didn't have a perfect pass rating. I don't know how pa- I don't get. Yeah, it. see, I don't understand that either. I think the it's one, probably because he took a sack. Uh, he, he. I will say that is the one thing he's not been very good at. He's getting the, king, the ball out. No, yeah. he is the king of. He like eludes the pressure and then he goes right back into it. I'm like, Sap, what are you doing? Yeah. But other than that, he's been that was incredible. that was not a great play on that drive when they were trying to just put the game away. Yeah, but the, whatever. Yeah. The, you know, you win, you don't really worry about it. But, um. I, I just think Matt Stafford has to be the guy, and he is, but he has to be going forward, especially with carry-on on IR, and I think that's what we're going to see. Um, you're now looking at a season where he has 13 touchdowns and only three picks. He's not making mistakes. He's playing well, um, and if you put the personnel out there to succeed, then he will find you. you right. know, Marvin Hall has three catches this year um, for an average of 50 yards per catch. So that, absolute dime, too. yes, yeah. right. Which is just it's it's beautiful to see. Um, to that same point, I'm extremely pleased with Kenny Galladay. I voiced a little discontent with him, uh, not necessarily because the product has been bad, but just because like I think some balls Kenny Galladay can just go take from the D back, and I saw that a couple times yesterday. One for a touchdown, it was awesome. So great game for Kenny. I hope he keeps doing that going forward. On defense, I actually think that Patricia brought pressure when he had to, which is I guess that's a step. Um, you saw the Lions bring pressure a couple times. Trey Flowers made a play. Like you said, J.D. made a play. So it's good to see. But at the same time, it's like you can still keep doing this. You can do this more than four times a game. But it's just nice to see that they actually did it because it worked. Um, Daniel Jones did have a good day statistically, but in big moments he couldn't he couldn't make any big plays. So I love that. Saquon Barkley also only has 64 yards for 3.4 per carry. I'd call that a great bounce, bounce back game for snacks in the run defense. Um, the secondary played great considering Slade didn't play. Diggs was traded. Um, I was very impressed in particular with Tracy Walker, Coleman, Ford, and Tavon Wilson. Um, yeah, and Trey Flowers. I just think having Deshaun back, Deshaun Hand back, took a little pressure off of Trey Flowers that allowed him to kind of do his thing. I'm hoping that's what happened because Hand is going to be back moving forward and Trey Flowers can get his production up a little bit. But uh, I love to see it. I hope he can keep that up. What do you look? What's your face for? I mean, the Pistons are up to Luke Bernard. They, they, they win. They win? Yeah. Sorry to blow it for you, because my buddy just texted the Pacers are 0-3 and, and two of the losses are to the Pistons. I don't think it's over, because this one is not streaming. I got like a little, it's like a half second. Roku. Yeah. Um, I also think, too, Trent, to your point about the defensive line, having Deshaun Hambeck is is incredible, and it, yep. definitely, it definitely helped. I, I still, I get what you're saying about they made stops at the right time. But there's no reason why Daniel Jones should have that stat line that he does. It was a great no. – I mean, he looked like – if you didn't watch the game, you're like, oh, wow, the Giants must have won by 100 points. I mean, the Lions secondary wasn't very good either. I, I, mean, I think yeah. Melvin, had a, Melvin had a pretty Rough. terrible game. I mean, too. those are some big plays by Slayton. Those are good throws by Daniel Jones. Yeah, you can it see was, why he's the first If you pass. watch those, the two touchdowns in particular that Melvin – was quote, tough un- quote unquote allowed. They were very good throws. Uh, and and Daniel Jones has the nickname Danny Dimes for a reason. I think it's annoying, by the way. I think that is the most annoying thing, most overplayed thing yeah. out of all the rookies. But he 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 can definitely throw the ball. He's very accurate. He's like Baker Mayfield was his his I almost just said freshman year, his rookie year. So Rashawn Melvin, especially with Darius Slay out of the game, he's getting targeted 
and and he should. You know, the Giants should target him. If it yeah. was vo- roles reversed, I would want to throw at Melvin all game long. But Melvin, I think, I think the secondary played okay. Um, Tracy Walker's health is a little concerning going forward because he got hurt. Lose him. You can't lose him, especially because you just traded Diggs, and now right. it's like. I do want to mention one thing my buddy Nick commented on the Facebook Live that they held uh, Daniel Jones with 13 rushing yards. They've done a pretty good job of containing quarterbacks this year, except for the <laughs> the fourth and eight. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. But other than that, positive there. I'm My patience is wearing very thin with snacks, and I'm very happy that whenever his holdout was going on, of like he deserved to get paid a ton of money to stand there and be a muffin man in the middle. I'm glad they didn't bite on that. I mean, they did. They paid him $12 million. Oh, I'm, I'm saying for as far as a long-term extension goes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they extended him one year. Yes, right? I, I appreciate the one-year deal to kind of shut him up and get him back into camp. There's no reason to extend this man. I I, I think at that position, like you, you see that you have some depth on your roster that can do what he does because he really hasn't been great. And I have to say that he's not a good football player because yeah. he is, and you need his you need services like that. But I'm looking, I'm looking at the, with the money ball approach. Yeah. Like, I, like if he can walk like Johnny Damon, we don't need to replace Snacks Harrison. You need to replace what he does. And if he's not going to give you anything important, then then whatever. Same thing with Rick Wagner on the offensive Rick, line. I agree. Rick, yep. Rick Wagner's another guy that is in the exact same boat. I'm, what did your mom have to say about uh, – about Snacks Harrison. Oh, well, we were walking out of the stadium. I was like, Mom, it's sunny. You know, the Lions won. How do you feel? She goes, I still need to have a chat with Snacks. And I said, <laughs> that's why? Awesome. And she goes, because he stunk. Yeah, that's she, a, that's like, a total, mom, total mom thing to say. I just yeah. want to talk to him. I want to talk, just get in his yeah, ear. Yeah, she was, she was very fired up yesterday. I love that. She was like, one of these days, Trent, you're going to have to get me on that sideline because I, I need to talk to Snacks. I need to talk to him. Tell him to lay off the, the food. Like, what? what, what uh, is I mean, thing? come on. I I mean, mean, he's, like, way too big. He that's how move. he always has It doesn't been. matter. He's a monster. Get athletic. Doesn't get get wait, athletic. That's the thing that bugs me, too. I don't know I don't know if you're in this camp when people are acting like Snacks hairs. He has not been good. I've been saying that. He's literally said that but his conditioning's he, bad. No, but he also has a bad ankle. That's a different Aww. story. But at the same time, people act. That he should be getting after the passer. Yeah, that is no, not I what know. they no, paid him I, yeah, to exactly. do. I, know, I get I know. so mad. You, that's why like he that. doesn't play on third down. Exactly. I don't know. It, gets, he, it bothers me yes. a lot. That, so I, I mean, I know you're not like that. I'm just saying that Thank bothers you. me so much. I'm like, he's literally just there to sit <laughs> in the hole like Vince Wolfert did for the Patriots for like 15 years, and he just clawed up holes and allows linebackers to get downhill. That's why he's there. He's not there to pass rush. Gotcha. Point Sorry. taken. Sorry. Wow, that's aggressive. No, I got you. I agree with you. It, that that gets me fired up. Yep, when me too. People it's just say basic, that. basic football personnel. Don't be an sometimes idiot. Sometimes people don't yes. understand. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get into the trade stuff here. We'll start off with the Quandre Diggs trade. Of course, Quandre was shipped to Seattle for a fifth round pick. The Lions also sent a seventh round pick with him. P U uh, as well. Yeah. So I. I Got this notification. Did I text you guys? No, I texted you. Collins, guys. Collins broke the news, and I didn't me. believe it because I saw like one random guy on Twitter like tweet. I didn't. I don't. I don't know who's credible and not on Twitter. And I texted like my dad and my uncles, and I was like, "Hey, Diggs got traded," and they're like, "Oh yeah, like good for Seattle. Like like that's a good." My uncle goes, "Um, he goes good for like good for my fantasy team. Russell Wilson's my quarterback." And I'm thinking like, "What is that?" He thought it was Stefan Diggs. Yeah, and then I was like, I was I started to go into it a bit, and they're like, "Wait, Stefan or Quandre?" And I'm like, "Quandre's gone." And uh, I I got the news from Collins before I was walking into an exam, yep. and literally my entire exam, I'm just thinking like, "Why? Like, what is going yep, on?" Didn't make any because, sense because because my first thought was like, "They're gonna sell everyone. Like, everyone's gone now after that loss. Like, they they've quit." 
Um, I don't think that's necessarily the case. And of course, the explanation was along the lines of you're going to save a, a handful of money there cap wise. And you have some younger guys that you want to move into that role, which I get because Diggs' production was a bit down this year. I'm just kind of scratching my head as to why they extended him. If they, if they knew this was in the, maybe they didn't know, maybe they saw his play this year and that was a determining factor. But um, end of the day for me, Getting only sending a seventh round pick and getting a fifth round pick back with Dick, like that's uh, to me is like asinine. Like, how do like you really can't negotiate anything better than that? That's the NFL. I don't even understand their trades ever, like at all. I understand they said they had like little interest for contract dates. The one thing, like, I don't understand, and like you said, I know they had sent it them. That was before they paid Justin Coleman. And I get they were committed to having Dids play safety, mm-hmm. but he's a nickelback. Yep. He really like he's a guy who plays in the box. He's a really good tackler. He's not the greatest in coverage, but he's a guy. I mean, and he missed a lot of tackles earlier in this year. Yep. That was the big criticism. I think he had five. Yeah, I say that's yeah. not good. No, that isn't good. But his big thing is he plays in the box. He makes plays on the run game, and he'll 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 make a hard hit on a guy coming across the middle. And once they got Coleman and he regressed a little bit at safety, they kind of had like no use for him. They're like, okay, we'll we'll spin the tires on Will Harris, but I, it makes no sense. Like they're acting like they're they're paying him so much money. Right, and they're really yeah. not. They're no, not it's... paying him like at all. They have money to spend. Yes, look, I, initially, and like like they have they don't have great secondary depth anymore. They really don't like yeah, at the time of this trade. Darius Slay is not playing, and he has a nagging hamstring injury. It would be nice to have. I know he doesn't play the same position. It's nice to have depth in a secondary with actual, like playable players. Yeah, right. Like playable players, and you saw yesterday. You had Tavon Wilson kind of step in in his role every once in a while because Will Harris is starting now. He goes down. So like, and then Tracy Walker goes down. Yeah. I just, I they act like they're paying him Andre's contract. They're not paying him anything. Yeah. The lines are like, I don't get that. Initially, Whatever. I didn't understand it. I was very upset. I texted you guys. Yeah. Very, very. Well, he's a captain. He's a yeah. he's a fan favorite. I and thought something exactly. else was going to happen. But I mean, I literally thought maybe they would go and make a bigger move. That yep. is why. Because it it's, doesn't make any it's sense. It's weird how like fifth round picks like somehow get this like weird. Like, you always see like every trade in the NFL like is involved fifth in a fifth round pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll package that to get someone else, but we'll get on. We'll get know. to that. But as far as your thoughts, I was on, just on I was just gonna say you you traded a captain, a starter, fan favorite, player in the locker room that people seem to like. So it didn't make sense. It was like what happened? But then by Thursday, Friday, I was able to kind of make a little sense of the deal. Um, he hasn't been good this season. Um, it goes kind of under the radar because the secondary as a unit has been pretty good in every game except for one quarter against the Cardinals in the Vikings game. Um, but I think he was sixty first. The, the the 61st ranked safety by Pro Football Focus. That is not great. Um, <laughs> he was one of the last defensive guys who wasn't a Quinn Patricia guy. Um, he's also five foot nine. And those, I mean, Quinn just likes the big guys. So does Patricia. You Did know, Quinn si- Quinn sign him this is it, it, this extension though? Right. Yes. Yeah. I, that's yeah, no, it's just weird. that's why it's yeah. weird. I don't. Yeah, get it, it. it was a little weird. But you know, these guys do like big corners, big safeties, big linebackers. So he wasn't a great system fit. Obviously, he was a baller though. Everyone liked him. But I don't always subscribe to this whole Patriot way thing. I know Ryan, you had a few words about that last year. Like. We're six and ten. We're not the Patriots. Everyone stopped with this yeah. Patriot way thing. But this was a Patriots move because if you look at it, he was going to make seven million dollars next year, and with his play this year, he wouldn't have been worth half that. So 
you you especially if you're you're gonna move off a year early, this was the time to do it because you're looking at a guy who, like I just said, is not worth three and a half million if he's gonna be the sixty first best safety in the entire National Football League. So uh, it wasn't a popular move on paper. I don't like what the Lions got in return. That to me is still the biggest right. gripe with the move, more so than getting rid of that player. But um, initially, I was upset about it. Now I can kind of make some sense of it. The the secondary looked okay without him. It was more so about injuries yesterday that was were, was the um, reason for struggles there. But from a football standpoint, a fundamental standpoint, it makes sense to me now. The thing I don't get is like you, like you said, the return wasn't great, and it wasn't good enough to just like give away a very like. He can be a utility guy. You can almost put him at linebacker yeah. sometime. Like he's, he's kind of like I'm not. Don't want to compare him to like a Ramon son. Like he can do a lot of things for the secondary. Yeah. And it's nice to have a guy like that. I I understand maybe they thought Will Harris is like it's it's time for him to get his like time to shine at that uh, strong safety position. But I, I yeah, I, it didn't I, make a whole the, lot of sense. For the return you got, it's really not worth it. And yet they're acting like they're paying them like twenty mil. Yeah, it doesn't make. I, you I don't know, what? know, I will agree with that. For the return you got, it's not worth it. No, right. basically, I, I think what that. it comes down to, what it comes down to, is that he just wasn't a fit with what the Lions are trying to do yes. at this point, as we stand here on October 29th, 30th, whenever people listen to this. Yeah, so that's just what it is. Uh, let's move into some potential hypotheticals. Again, we're recording this on Monday, so our Facebook Live viewers are seeing this real time, but when the podcast comes out, assuming tomorrow on Tuesday, uh, deadline's at 4 o'clock, as Trent said. So two two names that are being linked to the Lions that I've seen. I don't know. Here's the thing with like Twitter. You, you know, never like, know what's right. right. Everyone, everyone has a source. Every no one likes to confirm anything. It's always like unconfirmed sources saying that the Lions are connected to Melvin Gordon, whatever, all this stuff. So two names that I want to throw out from my end that have piqued my interest that I want to get your thoughts on, and any other names that you guys have that you would like to get or that you're hearing. Melvin Gordon and Von Miller are the two names that you hear. I also want to touch on this whole Slay ordeal, because apparently the Lions are yeah. are fielding offers from teams. By the way, too, I know you love Darius Slay. He needs to shut his mouth on Twitter. No, you know he, what? He I does agree. So, he does so much more harm for this fan base than he does good with the way he runs his mouth on Twitter. And, like, I know that everyone likes to pick apart tweets and, like, what does this mean? Does he want out of Detroit? I get that. But at a certain point, like again, he's he he misses he missed two games this year. Uh, th- three. He, he's I missed believe. two or three games like that. Talk about a guy that like doesn't really deserve the money he wants. In my opinion, right now, he's really not playing yeah. like it. Just I saying. Think I, I think I'm going to surprise you with my opinion on Slay. Just saying it. But uh, so I uh, let's I start. I actually like Slay on Twitter, but continue. Sorry. Just let, let's start with. I want to start with the question of. Melvin Gordon, Von Miller, if you had to pick one, who would you rather have? And do you think that it's necessary to go out and get one of those guys or both? Which you can't, I probably can't get both. I really hope they don't get Melvin Gordon. So I'll make that like answer pretty easy. And Von Miller, still, he's on a like not a very good Broncos team, and it's been surprising the lack of dominance that defense has been this year because yep. you look at up and down, they got a bunch of dudes on there. They got a really good secondary. And you have Von Miller, and you think, hey, maybe – but he's like your perfect three, four line, yep. like linebacker, pass rusher. So I mean, that's a perfect scenario, and it, that that is like the only thing I really like. I understand if they go and get Von Miller, why they traded dates because they got to pay Von Miller. Yes, I correct. understand that, and you like save all the money you like can get. Like I get that. Like trading for Melvin Gordon, no, they just don't. What what is the purpose in that? I know he's 
what, you, you want to re-sign Melvin Gordon here? You got Kerryon Johnson. What, what is the point of probably giving up a third rounder or a second rounder for a guy who's going to be here half a year for a team that maybe makes the wild card? It, 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 that doesn't make sense. Von Miller is a long-term solution. Melvin Dorn's a short-term. I don't see them re-signing him. So I, I, I really, if they're gonna do anything, I mean, Von Miller's a pipe dream. I, I truly believe. But <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I wish that happens. I think Melvin Dorn might be possible, which I don't like. I, I just don't. I hope they don't do that. If I could pick one, I'd take Von, just because I simply think your best, your best pass rusher right now in terms of getting to the quarterback is Devon Kennard. And yep. I love Devon Kennard. He's a captain. He's a great guy. I love watching him play. Scoop and score yesterday. Great play. He's a great football player. But that to me is a bad sign. If that's that's not a that's not a playoff defense. Right. If Von Miller, excuse me, if Devon Kennard is your best pass rusher, so Von Miller would instantly solve that problem. What I fear is that he would come over here and Lions. He'd have Trey Flowers syndrome, and he wouldn't have three sacks in one game, and everyone would just freak out and yeah. say, "Why do we just give up whatever we give up right. for this guy?" But I, I, to me, that that out the the pros outweigh the cons for adding Von Miller, and I I don't necessarily want Melvin Ingram, but I'm gonna highlight. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little different perspective to this. No, I don't, I'm not. Are you talking about Melvin Gordon? Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Did okay. I say Melvin Ingram? Yes. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. That's, that's Melvin Ingram. Yeah, Melvin. me too. He's nasty. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, Melvin Gordon, and and I talked about this at the, at at our tailgate yesterday. Just like we're just all shooting the breeze, whatever. Carryon Johnson going on IR in his second season after he went on IR again last season. Nightmare. It's a little alarming. <laughs> um, and and I just want to get your guys' perspective on this because obviously we all love Carryon Johnson. Yes. He's our guy. You draft him, you bring him in. He's your starter. You ship out guys like Reggie Bush, Joyke Bell, Theo Riddick. Like this is our guy. So we all have embraced him, but has he shown you anything that is really like substantial enough to say this guy is we're, we're this is going to be our running back for the future? He's going to carry because again, like you said earlier, and I'm not I'm again I love carry on. I'm not trying to depreciate his value. I absolutely love the guy. I think he's great. I want him to come back uh, in eight weeks or whenever it is the, the minimum for IR. But if you open holes up on the O line, anyone can run through them. So right. I would rather have an elite guy. Or someone and I, Melvin Gordon is an elite running back. I don't care what anyone says. Like he's yeah. he's a top four running back in terms of production, statistics, whatever you want to say. Right. Um. He does want to get his money, which uh, unfortunately for the Lions, you know, like you said, Collins, you you might not resign him. In which case, you would just sell a bunch of stuff just to buy him for this year when you might not even make a wild card spot. So that is a little alarming. But I do think just the the aspect of carry on Johnson not staying healthy two years in a row when you've only had him for two years. A little alarming, so I wouldn't be opposed to maybe moving on from him, even though I do like him and I, I support keeping him around. I will say this to your point about him doing an IR2. I think last year, if they were like more inclined to make a playoff spot, yeah. he would have played down the stretch. That's a probably bit more. true. And I, and I get what you're saying. This year, he, he's been a disappointment. But at the same time, that offensive line stunk last year. The steam stunk last year, and he was yes. a proven playmaker on that team last he year. He was. So I, I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, no one's been really able to like make plays in like the run right. game for the Lions last like eight years. So it's it's got to be something schematically. So I, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't like leave. And like get rid of Kieran oh, Johnson. No, yeah, I yeah. know. So, I know what you're saying. I'm not either. I, I just want to bring uh, yeah. it up because I think it's not it's, a bad point. Yeah, because no no one wants him gone. And again, one right. more, one no, more no, thing no. about Melvin Gordon too. I just think that is a per, that's a guy. Who, and again, if if you don't make a move for a running back, your running backs going forward are Trey Carson, Ty Johnson, J D. McKissick. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to 
you know, uh, no disrespect to those guys, but I'm sure Matt Stafford would love having Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon, goodness gracious, <laughs> Melvin Gordon in his backfield, right. you know, in, in at the very least for checkdown situations. He's yeah. he's Alvin Kamara esque in terms yeah. of just catching the ball and running. He's a quick guy. He's a yeah. good football player. The thing I, I maybe the, I don't know like the running back market. I get what you're saying. You pr- like if yeah. you're really serious about making the playoffs, you go out and make a move for maybe a, like a second tier running back. Like right. maybe get a fourth or fifth for like a running back. I get that, but I maybe go out and like try and trade for one of the like the Patriots running back. It's something like that. You trade for like Brandon Bolden because he's better than what you have and probably knows what your scheme's like. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't see the value in trading for Melvin as, as far as running backs go, and I think this is something that more people realize now as, as time has gone on, I don't – there's not a lot of value in that position. Nope. And I think teams that pay, like, you know, the Jets paying Le'Veon and, like, the Cowboys Zeke. paying Zeke, you're really taking a uh, – you're taking a big risk. There's yeah. a – there are a handful of guys in the NFL – at the running back position that make plays and change games. And Zeke is one of them. And even right. then, it's like you don't want to pay and him even that still, much still, I'm money. like, I don't know about that. Carry on to your point about his production. I think you do have to look at the entire package here as far as the offensive line doesn't really get a great push up front. Carry on when he does get space makes plays. Yep. I think he's a very dynamic running back. He's a pretty good pass-catching running back. So – I agree with you guys in the sense of there's no no part of me wants to get rid of carry on yep. or to push him out. Yes, it is a bit concerning that over the past two years he's been out both both um, both seasons with injuries. I don't know if those are things that you know he comes back again because it could happen next year. It it could not happen. You you have to start asking questions about his production after he comes off of an injury. Maybe it de- declines completely. I don't know. But to Collins's point, which is a great point. This team just sold away Quandre Diggs. I don't know if the answer to the Lions making a playoff push is Melvin Gordon. And as Collins also said, it, you're now playing this game of, okay, if you bring in Melvin Gordon for half of the year, if you're going to sign him long-term now, which, again, signing a running back long-term to a big to a big contract like he's going to want to get, it's a huge risk. And you have yeah. carry-on still there on the books with you. So I don't know – what the plan is there because it's almost like disrespectful to me because yeah. I don't think the problem lies in the person running the ball. Granted, I know there's there's many things that separate great running backs from good from average to not so good as far as you know vision, decision making, catching ability, things like that. Um, but I, as far as back to Melvin Gordon, I don't need to see the Lions give up you know second round pick, third round pick for this guy uh, because it just to me. Not not worth the investment for a guy that even in, in you know in the grand scheme of things too. I don't like guys that like are asking for trades and they want to get out and they think they deserve all this money and they hold out. I just think it's a bad look on the on the on the team and the organization and bad chemistry wise. Um, so I don't know. It's it's I could see the Lions making the move, but I could also see them making the move and then I really think about it and analyze it and I go like, is this really the solution to your problems? I I'm a big proponent of look. Invest money in your O line. Invest money that you have to in a good quarterback. You know, put weapons around him. Not every guy has to get paid a, uh, an unbelievable contract like Antonio Brown. You know, put some guys around him. Invest in your defense. Like that's where I think money should be spent. And that running backs are 
in my eyes, a dime a dozen. You know, like who's yep. who is Aaron Jones? Who is the whatever the Williams guy for the Packers that they look unbelievable now? You know, like uh, I hate Aaron Jones now. Hate Matt, him. Hate his draws. Like Matt Breida went and got got paid in San Francisco. Like like to vent. Like no, he didn't. Well, I'm saying he. I know Matt, you're talking Tevin Coleman and McKin. What's yeah, the other guy? Jarrett McKinnon got paid yeah. and he hasn't played once. Right. I know so you're like saying. it's like, I, like what are we doing here with the money? So. Uh, if I had to pick a guy, back to my question, I'd like to take Von Miller because that's an impact player on defense. Like you said, Trent, your best pass, your best player that gets to the quarterback is Devon Kennard, and that's kind of that's saying something. And if you're not, if not saying anything at all, right. so I wouldn't mind getting a guy like Von Miller. I would like to think that the fifth round pick that they got for Quandre Diggs would be a part of the package there. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know what the price is to pay, and for a team that is now sitting at three, three and one. I'm not exactly sure where I would give up a first though for Von Miller. Would you? I would. In, in a I year would, like this I would year, give, how much? How many more years on his contract? I do not. I know. believe it's two. But two. I think if, if if that's a guy that you want that you want to take long term, sure, I'd give up a, a first for him. As long I I've heard some weird things about him being like a cancer in the locker room. I don't know. Again, everyone on Twitter seems to know everything about every well, team and every it, player. When you play for a bad team, I can sort of let some of that slide. You get frustrated. You say some things. Whatever. Sure. And, I, and coming here, and again, the, the one area where I do think Patricia is a great coach is in the locker room because I all, somehow all these guys have bought in. Yeah, he's given you no reason to really. You went six and ten, and now you're the definition of five hundred at three and three with a tie, and they're still bought in. Right. So again, I, I don't want to allude too much to the slay stuff, but it's like, yeah. dude, if you're kind of just like nitpicking at getting out of here, like just go. Right. We'll get something for you then. Right. And if you we'll, don't want to be here, then we'll, don't be here. We'll transition to that. But again, as far as my answer to that question, I, I'd like to see you get Von Miller. I mean, uh, but even a guy like Trent, like Collins, a guy that fills that role, it's better than what you have now. But the Melvin Gordon thing, I just th- I think to to have him for half of a year and give up what you would have to give up to get him potentially, unless the price is right, I don't think it's a move that needs to be made. Just because again, I, there's no reason to force carry on out. I get people are concerned about yeah. his well being, but again, his stats. I know you've talked about his performance. If you can't, I, I, I'm just so I'm so upset with the offensive yes. line that yep. can't get a push. Because you've seen Carryon is capable of when he gets holes, he hits him hard and he, and he runs. Absolutely. So we, we can put the kibosh on that. But, I just want to I want to I want to say one more thing, ahead. just real quick. There's two ways you can go here. You can look at you know who would you rather have for this team right here. And and what I'm saying is uh, this team to me is not that the Lions, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, are in win now mode. Because they got Matt Stafford for another three years, and they're just going to push everything now and try to go for it. That's what, that's what Bob Quinn is trying to do. So I don't think, to Collins' point, giving up a first-round pick for Von Miller, to me, is I, I would do it in a heartbeat. And that's all they're asking for. You're going to be like the 18th pit this year. Because yes. regardless if you make the playoffs or not, they're going to get at least seven wins this year. Yes. It's hard to look at this. Like, we're not going to do like right. the whole schedule thing, but if you look at their schedule, it's hard to believe – like what they've been on offense and defense that they're not going to at least get seven wins. So yes. they're not going to have a great draft position this year. Sure. So now let's look internally now into another name that I think all this got brought up in spite of Quandre Diggs being traded and, of course, Darius Slay voicing his opinion on Twitter. Again, I will say it again. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. You're allowed to use social media platforms to speak up on what you believe in. I just think Darius Slay runs his mouth Way too much on Twitter, especially for what this guy has done this year. So, um, Darius Slay is a name who's been brought up as a guy that the Lions are now fielding offers for. And Slay made his comments about how, you know, it's I, I get it's the business, whatever, but if you don't want me, you don't want me, whatever, I'll play anywhere. It's like playing football. So, 
what is the price? First of all, I, I we can we can we can take a step back here and go. Are you even interested in listening to offers for Slay? Because I know both of you guys have very different opinions on Slay. Are you even interested in listening to offers for Slay? Not just from a from a fandom and how he how he's you know what what he means to the city standpoint, but from a, a business standpoint, are you interested in listening? And two, what would your price be if someone were to come knock and say we want Darius Slay? It would have to be. You would have to get a high first round and like a third. Do you th- really think that he's worth a high he's first round pick? He's though? a he's a top for a, ten, but for a team like the Eagles who are who are he, in, he's a, a, in a top tight ten, race. He's a top ten cornerback in the league. Say what you want about him. He's yep. a ten, when he's healthy. He's a top ten cornerback. Yeah, in the I league. always say top they don't five. Th- yeah. They don't throw at him anymore. That's the, like the true mark of a good cornerback. But but twenty eight moving into twenty nine years old. I get at that a, you might, the cornerback position. I understand that, and he wants money. I think he he's probably gonna hold out next year. Yep. Like you saw him almost hold out this year. So re- regardless of where he goes, I think he wants to get an extension. And he, what he was asking for was a little. He didn't really have a great year last year, but not, I mean, no one really did. But I, I I just don't think you even entertain it personally because I if you trade Slay, what are you saying then? Are right, you you're, like, you're throwing him a towel? Yeah, or, I don't even think you're throwing in a towel for this year. You're throwing in a towel for a couple of years because he's one of your impact players. Yep. He actually like say what you want. He'll get beat every once in a while. He'll also make you a, like a game to, like game changing play that wins your team the game. Game ceiling interception against the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. like like you can't do that. I and I think it absolutely. You already trade a guy that people like in the locker room, and I think Slay is a the guy they like in the locker room. And if you did something like that, I think that causes a lot of. Concerned, but if you're not entertained, it maybe a first, first like maybe a first, a fifth, and like a decent player coming back from the Eagles, like maybe like I don't know, like yeah. pass rusher or something, like a depth guy. I pretty much completely agree. I'm not even interested in taking offers because I think that he. And again, there's two sides to this. I'm talking about the football player Darius Slay is. Like, I like I, Darius yes, Slay. I'm, I'm, I like that he tweets about no, stuff. You know what? I don't. I mind like that it he either. goes to high school games in like the state of Michigan. I like that he goes to like he actually like. He's actually like honest on Twitter. Like he's yeah, like, yeah, I think I, he embraces I, the 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 city and the state. No, it's not I even agree. that. Like when like did not like trade. He's like, man, that sucked. At least he's not, like I. That's the one thing I hate about athletes is that they don't say anything that's truthful half the time. They don't say what's actually on their mind. I can respect someone who says what's on their mind. I don't. I don't hate that personally. But well, that's I, just me. I, I don't either. I just. I. I can see what Ryan's saying. And Ryan is a little bit more old, old school than, yeah. than Collins and I are sometimes. Shut up but, and dribble. Yeah. Exactly. But um, that's that's yeah. a negative connotation yeah. now. Probably <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. But um, I guess as as a cornerback, no one's debating Darius Slay's production. He doesn't get thrown at like Collins said. He makes big plays. Um, and the injury is the only thing that's a little bit concerning this year. But for a team like the Eagles, who are in a tight race with the Cowboys for the division lead, in this NFC, where you don't know if you don't win your division, there are absolutely no guarantees, even if you get to 10 wins, that you're going to be a playoff team. So for the, for a team like that, I would, yeah, if, if we're going to ship Darius Slay out, you need to get a first, you need to get another player, you need to get a third, fifth round pick, whatever. You need to get three assets. Because I'm telling you, this uh, Darius Slay will be one of those players where if the Lions trade him, you'll look back and not necessarily regret it, depending on what you get back in return, but he's going to go play somewhere, and he's going to be great. He's going to continue to do what he does. He's going to be an elite corner, a pro bowler, a perennial all-pro, all whatever. He is, he's a shutdown guy. So I wouldn't necessarily 
I'm not interested in 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 uh, taking offers for him. Now, with that being said, if you trade Darius Slay, then you make another deal. You bring in Von Miller using some of those assets, whatever. If all this happens within the next whatever 24 hours, less yeah. than that, then maybe you you can have a little bit of a different conversation because it's like you're shipping out a corner, you're bringing in a pass rusher, which factually is more of need for this Lions yes. team. So if something like that were to happen, I would have a little less spin on it, but I, I don't want to get rid of Darius Slay yeah, at but all. Like once you trade Slay away, that becomes a need immediately. Like you need a you need a cornerback because Rashawn yeah. Melvin can't be your one like cornerback and you like as good as Tolman's been, he's not a guy you split outside. He's a guy you yeah. pay to be a nickel. Well I, I agree so in that why, aspect. I, I, I just don't I think they're like entertaining that because I think people think Slay's not happy. I don't think he's not happy. I think he's just he probably said a couple of things on Twitter that he meant, but like he they yeah. were probably misconstrued. Yeah. Yep. And like I, I don't know. I, I just don't it, it wouldn't make logical sense. And I'm usually a guy who say, hey, if you can get the more assets, like the better. But like at this time with the Detroit Lions, and I understand they don't want to pay him the money he wants, but you like if you trade him, you're literally just putting the white flag like just waving it, just right. absolutely waving it. After the off season you had, where you basically went for it, signing Mike Daniels, Trey Flowers, and Justin Pullman. So I, it's just like, what what is the direction of this like yep. this organization? And I saw Lewis Riddick today, the ESPN analyst, who's fantastic at his yeah, job. He's great, unbelievable. Wears great suits too. Yeah, great suits. Good looking. Yeah, good looking cat. But uh, he was like, I I really don't get what the Lions are doing. Like, what direction are they going as an organization with these moves they're considering making? Well, and again, like, I, I I don't get like I, I don't trading Slay is counterintuitive to me. I don't think the Lions are necessarily shopping him. There's a no, difference. I don't and think I'm they not are. Say, I'm not saying you're saying There's, this yeah, either. Yeah. I think some of these reports are coming out. They're getting a little twisted. It's like the Lions. The Lions never openly put Darius Slay on the trade block. It was teams were inquiring. And right. in this day and age where there is social media and there's a lot of things happening and people are taking things and, oh, what's he mean by this? What's he mean by this? He's not up, not happy with the Quandre Diggs trade. Oh, he's not playing this week. Things like that start to happen, and then teams maybe make the phone calls. And all the right. Lions are doing, in my opinion, are doing their due diligence. I don't think they're looking to trade Darius Slay, and I don't think they will. Fair enough. I, I, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's something that's necessary – to, to do and I also think counterintuitive is a or even counterproductive is a good word to use on that I just don't think I think the first round like for me to feel comfortable with getting rid of him it would have to be a first round pick but I just don't I don't know if teams would be willing to send that over yeah because again like despite who the player he is the cornerback position on, at that age like I and I, the Lions are going to get caught in a situation with Darius Slay, which can be like like an Andre Drummond type deal with the Pistons. Like it's, you're going to have to make the decision: Do you want to pay the guy probably more than he should make? But like you almost, you know, at a certain extent, you kind of you kind of have to. Like you got to keep the guy here. Um, but either way, uh, we'll move aside from all that stuff. Of course, again, the trade deadline is uh, four o'clock Tuesday. So for us, four o'clock tomorrow. Uh, do we want to get into Lions Raiders now? Yes. Yeah, let's do why it. not? Okay, so I'll start with you, Trent, uh, your outlook on this game for the Lions. Well, I'm just going to say in general for the season going forward, you have to take it one game at a time for the Lions because like Colin said at the beginning of the episode, um, the mm -hmm. NFC is stacked. There's a lot going on. You can get to 10 wins and still not make the playoffs. So, But their schedule's the, not tough at exactly, the Exactly, yeah. which is what I'm saying. So all the Lions can do is go take care of what they can, what they can take care of. Um, it obviously isn't going to be easy with carry-on out. Tracy Walker's health is looking a little dreary. Uh, but I just think the team will go as Stafford goes. So if Matt Stafford is able to will this team to seven or eight wins down the stretch here, then that would be incredible. 
Um, and, and I just want to say, I said last week you could win eight out of your last ten. I think they will win seven out of their last ten because I account for one Lions-esque performance against I don't know. And honestly, this Giants game to me was – yes, they should have gone out and win. I know. They were big favorites. They didn't cover, whatever. But um, this was a bit of a trap game and just that it's a bad team, but there's talent. Saquon Barkley is like the best running yep. back in football. So to me, that was a game that maybe – that's maybe the one that you drop that you're not supposed to. But anyways, they got that win. Uh, here are your quarterbacks you play from here on out. I said this last week. I'm just going to run through it again because I think it really matters. Derek Carr, Mitchell Trubisky twice, whoever the hell the Redskins play, Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, Trent or Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, who I believe leads the NFL in interceptions. Then Brandon Allen, who is recently uh, playing in, in uh, Joe Flacco's spot for Denver. And then Aaron Rodgers again, of course. But my point is just that stick to the formula that won this past weekend. I know it was a bad Giants team, but you're going to have to get after the quarterback a little bit because Derek Carr is kind of in that same echelon with Kirk Cousins uh, where he'll make a few mistakes if you get up in his face. John Gruden's a great coach. We all know that. Uh, it's, I, I don't always love Matt Patricia's coaching advantages over those kinds of guys because they don't exist. But I, I just I think you have to bring pressure. I think you have to let Matt Stafford just win you the game. You got to turn him loose earlier than when you have to. Because uh, too often I think that's what Bevel has done this year. You kind of wait until you until Stafford has to make a play for you, then you turn him loose. Turn him loose the whole game. He's playing with uh, he can throw he'll throw fifty yard bombs to Marvin Hall. He's that good. So in my opinion, this Raiders team does nothing great. Uh, they're they're not well known for anything. They're a good solid team. They're not not a great team, not a bad team. Go take care of business. It is on the road. Not much of a home field advantage for the Raiders, so that's nice. Um, but I I do think the Lions will win. We'll make the picks in a sec. But that's all I got on this game. Okay. I mean, I, you looked at this team. You can't take the Raiders like lightly. They're an actual like yes, they've had not. a very tough schedule. I think yes. they've played like one true home game like all year basically. I know two true home games all year. You played the first two weeks in Oakland. They haven't been back since. And you looked at the games they've lost. Other than the Packers, they've been in every single game. And I, I don't know how this Raiders defense will stack up to this Lions offense, but I know this Raiders offense will put up points on the Lions like defense. They've put up points against basically everyone. They put up points against the Bears, who are probably the best defense in the division. So I Packers just too. It, yeah, just expect expect the Raiders to move the football. Expect that. So if you if you're like, wow, why is Derek Carr moving the ball like up and down the field? I mean, that that just shows you haven't watched them this year because they are a good offense. My only thing I'll say about that is is like you said, Collins. If you give Derek Carr time, he will pick you up. Also, yep. I think Darren Waller, their tight end, he's an absolute beast. That could be an absolute nightmare. Especially scenario. if Tracy Walker isn't healthy. It's not even that. It's just like the Lions historically cannot cover tight ends. I I, I think that if 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 you're gonna sit back and watch Derek Carr dance and do what he has to do all game. It's, it might be a tough watch for Lions fans. It'll be exactly and Josh, like the, Josh Jacobs, too, at running back, is going to be a yeah, problem Tyrell as well. Tyrell Williams. Yeah, well, it'll they, be got, just they like, got guys. I'm t- they're good. It'll be yeah. a repeat of the whole Kirk performance two weeks ago right, if you don't exactly. get pressure on yes. Derek Carr. Exactly. So, with that, we will move into the picks. Last week, I believe, uh, I'm trying to think. I, think. I took the Lions. I know. We all took the Lions. We always take the Lions. Yeah. Uh, Collins, I, I'm trying to think what happened. You, guys, you guys both took under. But did I? I'm pretty sure you both took under because you said Collins, the Giants don't Collins score points. And I, Collins and I are both 0-2. Trent, you were 1-1 because you went Lions and over. Okay. So, so yeah. Collins, you are at 7-7 seven and seven in the lead. Okay. Trent and I are locked in last, 6-8. and eight. It's a tight race okay. still. It's, yeah, anyone's game here. Uh, this week's line, as it opened up, 
Lions are a two-point underdog. The over-under is at 51 points. Ryan Lions, Collins, I'll start with are, you. you a favorite? They're a two-point underdog. Lions are two-point dogs. Are they? Go look it up. I just, yeah. I, I mean, the Raiders are the home team. It's basically Lions are one point, whatever. I'm going to be completely, like, oblivious. I thought this team was at Ford Field. But that shows how much I pay attention. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, man, We love whatever. Collins. Yeah, but whatever. I, I'm, I like the Raiders this week. And, and I just... It's just one of those spots where you look at the Lions and this is a bad matchup for them defensively. And I, I think this will be a high-scoring game. I don't know what the number is, but I like the over. 51. Over. Take the over. Because I think both teams are going to score up and down the field. And it, it just... It's a game because if they win this week, you go... If they beat the Bears, you set up a pretty big matchup with, like, the Vikings. I, I just... This seems like a week where they kind of fall flat-footed. I like the Raiders. Can I, before I make my picks, can I ask you to elaborate on the matchup problems for the Lions? Because I don't think... Darren that, Waller, no, best tight end, probably most athletic tight end in the league. But, they can't... Okay. Jaron Davis can't cover... Travis Kelsey didn't do much against the Lions. I mean, and he's, he's the best tight end in the he, league. Not the best tight end in the league, but he made big, made big plays. But... I, you literally look at this Oakland offense, and they've been able to score points on anyone. And basically anyone in the last couple of weeks has been able to score points on the Detroit Lions. Okay. I right. just think them getting an opportunity, now that I know that they're back at Oakland, that's a, that's something. Like, that, they only got a few more games in now Oakland. Now that I know they're yeah, back now, at now, Oakland. Now the wheels now, are now, spinning. Now that's become public knowledge that yes. the Lions are playing in Oakland. Yes. Now that it did, now that, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, it's not an easy place to play. Uh, it really yeah. is. I mean, like. Okay. And it's a, like a final season. I didn't include that, but I think when I look at the matchups, Tyrell Williams, I, he was out for a couple weeks. He scored a touchdown on every single game he's played in this okay, year. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, and if Slay doesn't play this week, which I don't think he is, right? He's not playing this week, he, is he? I don't know. No practice report yet. Okay. I mean, if he doesn't play this week, I would give the slight advantage to the Oakland offense. And... Stafford's been so good, it's hard to expect him to keep playing at the level he's been playing at. That's yep. my logical explanation. So I would argue that Tyrell Williams, or whatever his name is, only uh, scores touchdowns because they don't have anyone else. Also, I think Josh Jacobs... Uh, it's been really good this year. They just held Saquon Barkley to 64 yards. That's all I'm going to say. I think I think the Lions' defense actually stands tall. Line. You're right. It is a tough place to play, but that's because it's half baseball field. So I'm going to say Lions. Not this week. The dirt's off the field. Is it really? Yeah, because they're, oh, they're baseball not playing. Oh, season's yeah, over. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Lions by 50. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, gonna ta- I'm taking the Lions. I'm going to take the under just because I, I don't think the Raiders are going to do I don't. I don't think the Raiders are going to score more than 21 points. And then I think the Lions win a close one. Actually, I'll give the Raiders 24, but I think the Lions win 27 24, something like that. I was very confident. Is that confident. over 51? That's over 51. Yeah, yeah. Over. Lions and over. Sorry. I was very confident coming into the studio today that I was going to sit down and just go Lions. I like Lions money line. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of surprised the Lions were, were a two point dog, but uh, yeah. Collins has kind of brought me back down to earth. And I'm not going to do what it's I was going to do. It's not even about the no, Lions. No, but I, I agree. And Trent and when Trent says the Lions are going to give you a Lions esque loss, this is this is the loss to me, if there is one. I think this is a game that they that they should win. Not like they should be, should have beaten the Giants, and they did. But I can just see it. Like, I, if you're not going to get pressure on Derek Carr, he'll do some damage to you. And I don't know if again, you don't have carry on. If you can't run the ball, you might have problems. But I'm going to take the Lions either way because I'm just an idiot and I'm a slappy, and I'll probably never not take the Lions. I will say this: when I take the Raiders this week, 
It's not because, the like... Raiders. It's just, like, the Raiders have played too many, like, quality games to not, like, win one of these. Look, like, it's you, not you gotta, a bad pick. I got you. No, no, I, it's not, like... It, I, it's not the Lions that... Might lose. The Raiders aren't good, like, aren't bad, like we expected they were going to be this year. So people need to, like... If the Lions lose this game, yes, it's a tough loss. But it's not like they lost uh, the Giants last week. Yeah. Those are not in the same conversation. That's what I want to be made clear. Okay. Even though they need the win this week, but I'll they're take, not going I'll to. take the Lions, and I I really, really thought it was going to go under. Me too. Then I started talking, and, and I, know, I did some I, yeah, math I know, and realized I went over. I know when I say that it's going to go over, it's going to go under now, but that's it. Whatever. Okay. That's all I got. All right. That's it for the picks. We'll see Lions at the Raiders on Sunday. I think that game's like a what a four oh five or a four twenty five or something like that. Is it four oh five? Four oh five. That's the worst. Why? Uh, how's that how's that bad? Because you don't you were like in the middle of the four twenty five uh, and yeah, the four yeah, yeah. and the end of the like one o'clock hits. Yeah. It made zero sense where they yeah, do it. I, I, I hate it. I like one o'clock. It, it's it's kinda nice though if you're the four oh five team playing, but when you like when you're trying to watch NFL and you got that, you're like, wait, the San Francisco Giants and not the San Francisco 49ers and uh, Carolina just started. I thought they started at 425. No, they're a quarter and a half way through. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Sorry. But By the way, before we wrap up here, we do need to finish this video at some point. I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We we literally sat down and shot a whole video. You're the only one that knows how to edit out of all of us. Yeah. I... We're putting I'm a lot busy. of faith in Collins here. I know you're busy, but we gotta sit down. You have fans. To it's please. three hours. I I will do it. it I'm just saying. It's don't. Yeah. I'm not putting a timeline on it. <laughs> well, it's got. <laughs> I mean, what, what are we gonna I do at the end of the season? No. We're gonna throw it out. This week, I got a lot of like school stuff. Next week, maybe on Monday, I'll come in and like hunt her down and do it. But the problem is, you want all of us to be here. No, that, I don't. I, we don't. That's, ha- that it, is Trent. Is that been? The, is that been? The, I mean, it, it would be. It would be nice to at least sit down and agree on what footage we're going to. No, use. no, I that agree. has been. Rabin- I, listen, Rabinowitz and I love it. Is very, very like group oriented. No, loves, I agree. I, loves to have all the team members there. Like uh, when but we designed the, same, the new logo, yeah. it was very like I would. Well, just, the like, new logo has now already been used. Well, I gotta do some I, big reveal. Our ex producer really pushed me to get it to him right away, so which I is did. fine. But no. we can still make tweaks. I will say I get what you're saying. I would never like post something without you guys like getting your final. Like, well, now you make it. me sound like I'm like no 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 no. no, 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 like no but at, at the same time, <laughs> it, it's in, it's pretty hard for three people in yeah. college we with a lot. Come, well, I know. Different we just come schedules. hang out. We'll grab it. We'll grab a uh, Caesars. Grab a hot and sweaty for like four hours. Like how do we like? It's <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying though. Like our what a Sunday night push. We get a okay. We set up the TVs in the studio. We just edit it and watch football and eat pizza. I'm down for a Sunday night push. What are you doing this Sunday night? Homework. That's what I'm saying. We got. Uh, come on, you're such a freshman, even oh, though you're a sophomore, junior, whatever. Yeah, you are. junior, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Either way, beside the point, we'll get the video out at some point, whenever it's convenient for Collins to do. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't. It's that. Well, we're gonna. Whatever. We're, we're, whatever. We're, 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 sorry. We're done. We're done. We're done. That's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to Impact WDBM. All of our episodes will be on there. I don't know if they are. Again, every week we don't know. It's not out of our control. Sorry. All we do is sit here and talk. Uh, Anyways, folks, go Lions. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. 
For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Get up, everybody,